What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Alternating Current um, episode now 63-64. Um, can't really keep track of the numbers because it's been so many weeks, but we're actually live here in Austin, Texas for the first um, first live Alternating Current podcast. And it's a really special guest that is has been a really big fan of the podcast for a very long time. And it's one of the only sweatpants. And sweatpants, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Glad to be alive in Austin, Texas. Oh, I mean, so far we, you guys, uh, as a Halcyon, as a group, as a company, you guys literally took this kind of to the next level, uh, hosting a tournament for the, some of the top 16 uh, teams in North America, not to mention having a very professional uh, small gathering. I mean, just fantastic catering and just kind of the whole nine yards. I mean, but before we get into the whole Halcyon Elite gathering here in Austin, um, what is Halcyon Elite for the people that do not know? Halcyon Elite is uh, the first statistical companion app on iOS. We also have an Android version. Uh, we're going to be building a website version here very shortly, um, but you can go there, get your stats, see information about our gatherings, our tournaments. Actually, you can see information about all the gatherings. Uh, Chanchai is actually helping me get all the information for all the other gatherings out there, and we're going to put them in the app, so you can go there and see that. <clears throat> you can see uh, your favorite players, track their stats, uh, tag them. Um, what else can you do? Oh, there's a draft simulator in there. Um, and we look at adding a lot more features and integrating with uh, some other, you know, applications in the future as well. You know, as soon as a, uh, the API evolves, we're going to add new things. Yeah, and the API is still in its kind of like alpha stages, isn't it? Yeah, which is pretty unfortunate, actually. <laughs> it's been in alpha for, what, now almost six months. Uh, so, yeah, we're hoping to see some new updates from them any day now. Okay. Well, for the people that don't know who you are, you, um, why don't you give a little, a little bit of detail about yourself? How, how did you find Vainglory? And what inspired Halcyon Elite overall? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. So... I think I've answered this like four times now, but that's all right. I'm going to do it again. So, <laughs> um, I started, you know, playing video games young. I always played video games, love games. Got into Dota 2 like four or five years ago, and it was just such a time commitment. And, you know, games were long. It was extremely difficult to learn uh, how to play because there's so many heroes, so many different aspects of the game and i was like there's got to be a simpler version of this i like playing mobile games no and so i was like there's got to be a mobile version of this so october 2016 i searched moba on the app store and of course vainglory popped up number one watched a video of it it looked better than league of legends it looked you know on the same level as dota as far as graphics wise so i was just like that's my game. So I started playing that. Um, played it for like two or three weeks, and then SCMC announced they're having Worlds yeah. in LA. I was like, I'm going. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna see what the I'm gonna see what the professional scene's like. I'm gonna network. Um, 
you know, cause I'm, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. So I've always wanted to do something in esports, but, uh, just hadn't quite figured out what the plan was yet. So I was just going to go check it out. Um, so when I was in worlds, when I was at worlds, I met Don DZ, um, and Gio and Nathan, uh, kind of just standing in line and we all were chatting and talking and then they announced an API and I was like, wow, that's really cool because my partner and I back at home, we actually develop software, uh, on a business level. And so if there's an API, you know, we can work on it. Yeah. And so while we were at worlds, I, I kind of just had this idea, Hey, what do you guys think about, you know, a stats app and, you know, eventually like a, a an app where you could go and queue up with other people in tournaments and stuff. Cause we kind of have some experience in tournament software. So that kind of idea just kind of came up at Worlds. And so they were like, yeah, that sounds cool. And then I was like, well, Don, you want to fly to Austin and figure it out? And he said, yeah. So DZ came to Austin and we just kind of started a brainstorming and figuring out how to build this new app that we were talking about. So that's how it started. That's okay. how it came. The idea came about. Okay. Well, let's talk about the Halcyon Elite Gathering. What was actually the process? Because this um, is, is, like I said, a very professional uh, venue, very great location to be holding um, something like this small community event that this is on top of holding an online uh, $2,500 tournament for some of the largest prize pool for a community tournament to date. I, and I could be wrong on that, but so far that is astronomical um but how what was the process of going by selecting a location how did you go by and get this um so my my business partner scott um and i have an office here in tech space on the fourth floor uh, that's where we have our, our software business jobot software okay um so the space actually came pretty cheap um, for us down here on the first floor, it's just kind of, you know, being, being already having an office up there, it was, it was pretty accessible. Um, and I had that idea in London when, you know, I was having dinner with oh Nightwalker and a bunch of other people and wolf hands and they were pretty much networking. Yeah. Networking. And they were talking about gatherings and I was like, Oh shoot, I can do a gathering in Austin and have a perfect place. Yeah. So that, you know, that's how that idea came about. It was going to be just a gathering, um, and then, you know, as Halcyon Elite, the app started, you know, being developed and was released, we were like, how do we get it out there more? Um, we need to do some kind of tournament. We can do a tournament, and th- the idea was always to do tournaments in the app anyway, or have the app, you know, host tournaments or manage the tournaments or somehow be a part of the tournament. So we're just like, yeah, we're going to do a small community tournament to test it out, see if it's possible. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I connected with uh, Shine, um, a.k.a. Make It Shine, in London. And uh, so he was, like, an integral part of coming up with, like, the brand and actually, you know, putting the graphics together that promoted the tournament. He also had a lot of connections with a lot of pro players. Him and Nightwalker both helped me reach out to those teams and invite them. So I couldn't have done it without Shine or Nightwalker helping out. Of course. Um 
But yeah, the tournament was kind of last minute. Um, you know, I mean, it was it was uh, three, two to three weeks uh, prior to the actual um, gathering itself when the yeah. invitations started going out for that twenty five hundred dollar price. We had goal. been talking about it for a few weeks before that. Like, okay, can we do this? Can we pair it up with the gathering? How's it going to work? And we bounced around a lot of ideas. And obviously, I, I talked to Shine a lot about you know what he thought and and then i mean he was really the only person i knew in the scene that i could bounce the idea off of so um yeah and you know we kind of figured it out and he was like yeah i I think i think we can do it so i was like all right well let's do it okay well as you know you're not the only kids on the block that have a stats app for vainglory what it makes it so popular or different from other apps or websites such as vg pro or vg minor I don't know that it's more popular than those two, actually. But oh, come on. It's only where the elite play. Right. I, w- I wish it was more popular. We're, we're trying to get there. Um, I think what sets us apart, really, is that you know we started with an app first. I mean, yeah. Started with an app first. Uh, we're using an Ionic framework, so that allows us to simultaneously build into... Uh, iOS and Android operating system at the same time. Yeah, the different platforms. Right, the different platforms. And and that works very similar with um, going to a web application also. We can kind of seamlessly move over and create a web application. So we start. We decided to start with the app side first. Um, DZ has been, Don DZ has been like crucial in coming up with, yeah, has been crucial in coming up with like the layouts, what stats to put where, and I mean everybody has given input too. Like everyone from Chunchai to, um, oh gosh, uh, belligerent. Um, there's just so many people who have messaged me on Twitter saying, "Hey, can you add this?" Um, and and they're all really good ideas. So we're just trying to incorporate the community's ideas into the app. I mean, Wolfhands asked if we could do a feature with the draft simulator. So we kind of started that up. So it's there's just so many ideas out there, and we encourage the community to come to our Twit uh, our our channel, you know, our Twitter channel, our Twitter Twitter feed, and just give us suggestions or go to the Discord channel um, and, and do it there. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Well, uh, at the start, uh, did you have doubts of going up against some of the uh, the apps that already made a name for themselves, um, or was it determination to do something that Vainglory hasn't seen before? You know, we had an idea. We had the idea before anybody had published anything, but we knew as soon as the API was released that there would be people doing this already. We mm-hmm. knew... We knew there was going to be VG Pros and VG Miners of the world. VG Miner was actually already doing it manually, so we knew they were going to be a player. Um, I think you had, like, um, wasn't there one called Vane Pro or Vane? Yeah, um, the Vane, Vane Rank, Vane, yeah. Um, Vane Social. I mean, all, all we knew there was going to be competitors. Um, we're just trying to stay in the game. I think longevity you know, in this space is going to be key. How long can you continue to provide updates? How Mm -hmm. long can you continue to provide hosting for the data? Um, All those things are going to come into play because at some point the data is going to be massive. And so you're going to have to be able to afford to house that data. And if you stop making updates, 
then you're going to lose. It kind of kills the app yeah, itself. It's gonna, so, so our goal is just to stick with it, stick it out, stay here. We're here for the long haul. We're going to keep imp- improving the app every two weeks with, uh, with our sprints and our updates. And we want to know what the community wants to see. You know, if there's an, if there's a feature you want in the app, just go hit us on Discord or go hit us on Twitter and tell us what it is so we can add it in there. Okay. And where can they find you if they want to do that? Um, actually, the Discord is the Vision Gaming Discord. Uh, but we can create a Halcyon Elite. We have a Halcyon Elite Discord, actually. Okay. I don't know how public it is, though. I think Shine's got that thing on lockdown right now. But He's working on it. He's working on it. Yeah, he, he's got a... He's got people, you know, on invite only. So, because of the tournament and everything, yeah. but we we're gonna open that up soon. But they can go to the Twitter, um, you know, at Halcyon Elite and and message us there. Our DMs are open, or they can just uh, tweet at us and say, "Hey, we want to see this feature," or tell somebody in the community uh, who who can get the message to us because there's. Shoot, they can come on your. They can come email you and tell you what they want to see, and then you can relay the message. And of course, uh, you guys remember if you always want to submit questions or suggestions for the AC podcast, remember clisis.us at gmail.com. Um, but with Halcyon Elite still young, you have room for growth itself uh, for the app. Care to share some of the ideas that you have already implemented into the application? Um, that you plan on improving or any features down the road that you're currently thinking of? Um, no, no, <laughs> no we're just gonna, we're gonna stop all, uh, all feedback. We're just gonna let the app do its thing. No, we're going to improve on, on everything. The, the draft simulator is something that we're looking at improving like right away. No, uh, we want to, we want it to be able to, we want to be able to pit one person against another in, in the draft simulator. So, Make it more realistic. We can use it now to practice individually, or if there's two teams in person, they can use it. But what we'd like to be able to do is to you know, create a lobby where two people can you know, go against each other. Or, hey, we know we're not in the same room, so let's do a draft, a double drip band draft um, through you know, our, you know, our, our, our lobby or our client. Um, so that's one thing. Also, you know, improving the, the draft simulator to give suggestions based on statistics from the game. Okay. Um, so that's one feature that we can, that we're working on. We're also adding leaderboards, you know, leaderboards from, you know, hero play to kills. I mean, you name it, we're, we're going to do a leaderboard for it. Um, it's all, it's all in the plans. It just takes time to develop. Our team is pretty small right now. There's only two guys. Okay. Uh, I think we add, we're adding a third to our, our development team here soon, but you know we also do a lot of other projects besides Halcyon Elite. So this is just one of our software projects. So okay. Slowly but surely, we're going to continue to add stuff. Um, Tournaments—that's a big thing. We want to do. We want to, We're going to add features for tournaments, but we need more cooperation from the Mad Glory and the SCMCs of the world to help bring those features to the API and we need account linking we need team and guild data uh, a lot of features that uh, just hasn't been out yet just I mean that's I don't know why I can't tell you why it's not out yet it seems like it's just not out yet it's just not there they're not releasing it yet but with 5v5 on the way I mean 
the esport and the competitive scene's only going to grow, hopefully, right? Yeah. Um, so we need those features to continue to improve the app. I mean, we have. I mean, that's that's a big thing where, and to go off the script for a second, that's a big thing when you're trying to deal with something that's in alpha to try to build something that is from the ground up itself when trying to build something on alpha. I mean, that's got to be a huge, huge task within itself. Well, it's, it's more of like a, a huge risk than a huge task. I think the API itself is pretty easy to work around, but we're taking a huge risk with this API being here in the long haul, being here for the future. So that that's the big that's that's the big unknown. We're reliant on the API and that that's that's where the risk is. All right. Well, before I had asked you uh, about the question of the look of the Halcyon Elite inside the app, but you seem not worried and more focused on the buttery smooth aspect of the app. Uh, care to share why you think this way? Um, we just think that, you know, the app itself looks good. You know, we can develop something that looks good in app. Um, we want to add more features. Like the features are what's going to drive the user base less. And we're not too worried about the looks. I mean, we are worried about the looks. What it, you know, Shine's going to help with that. We're, we, knew, we, knew that the, we knew that the graphical aspect could always come later down the line. Yeah. And, Easier. That stuff is easier to do than developing new. It's just aesthetic. Yeah, the aesthetics. Yeah. We just needed to find the right guy to do it, and we, you know, now that this, you know, after this tournament, Shine's going to have some time. We'll be able to improve the aesthetics of the app. I mean, we've already improved it once. We changed the logo. We've completely yeah. rebranded the logo. Yeah, the logo, first logo was pretty trashy. Or we didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't have a graphic designer on hand. So we well, I don't know. I think it was a beautiful logo myself, and I want you guys to go back to it, but that's just me. Seriously? No, I'm yeah, kidding. Don't, don't was, yeah, the new, the new logo is way better. Um, props to Shine for that. So, Well, obviously in any application, or game for that matter, feedback is a huge, uh, huge part of improvement um, that are made or implemented into the said project. Is the staff at Halcyon Elite uh, pretty open to feedback? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think whether you reach out to myself or DZ or even our devs, Scott and Tim, um, yeah, we'll definitely listen. Uh, and like I said, you can find us on our, our Vision Gaming Discord. That's open. You can go to visiongaming.com and hit the Discord channel right there and find me. I'm, I'm Bone B Zero. Three. Just no. rename three. it to rename yeah, it to boss and CEO. Just rename no, it. No, no, no. I can't do it without my team. So uh, you can, you know, come to our Discord, hit me up, um, and tell us what you want to see in the app. That, that's all we need to know. What you want to okay. see in the app? We'll get it done. Awesome. Well, as Vainglory grows, so does its app surrounding uh, it. And how has the growth of Halcyon Elite uh, been since the release? I think we had a huge spike when Vainglory tweeted it out the very first time. But since then, you know, it's hard to get people to go and search on search for it on the App Store. Of course. Um, so would that be a matter of uh, taking a look into doing a web application then also? Yeah, I think the web, I think the web version is definitely going to help the usability, like finding users. Because uh, we can optimize the web version much more than we can the app. Um, You're just trying to get the harder project out of the way first. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's just the base of it is the app. You know, if we started with the website, then it would we would be kind of limited where we could go on the app. And so going, going the app route first, just from our experience, was just, you know, a smart move. Okay. And, and, and like I said, the SEO, uh, advertisements uh, through, through Google AdWords, to, to blast the web application is, is much more successful than trying to do anything kind of like ad-wise on the app stores. Um, so the growth actually has picked up since we announced the tournament. I think that has a lot to do with our, our Twitter uh, activity and our Facebook activity. Um, and also, again, Shine has kind of taken that underneath his, you know, wings yeah. and just run with it. And he's doing an amazing job. So, again, props to Shine for being on the Twitter and making it happen. I think that's crucial to our, our recent activity. So, yeah, we've seen a pickup in activity over the last two weeks. And then hopefully the tournament will also give us a platform to um, okay. announce the app and tell people what it does. All right. Well, definitely we're going to go off script for a second. This is going to be a little bit tougher question. Um, what is some things that you uh, hope that you see from SEMC? Because you are hosting the largest um, community-run tournament with the largest prize pool, as well as hosting this amazing event here in Austin, Texas, and driving over 18 hours to get here. I know it's amazing. I did not get a wink of sleep, but guys, that does not matter because I am here doing this awesome interview with Austin. Um, But what do you hope to see from SEMC in the future in order to promote some of these uh, smaller community-run tournaments, uh, and especially with this high quality that you have brought? You know, I don't... I think that's a two-part question. So I don't actually think SEMC needs to promote community-run tournaments more than they already are, but I think we could definitely set apart community run tournaments versus professionally ran tournaments. Yeah. So like we're looking to step it up a notch. You're saying why why this great venue, why this great prize pool? Because we're trying to put ourselves not not that, not that there's anything bad about community run tournaments, but we're trying to put ourselves um, in a different league so that yeah. we can go global with the Halcyon Elite. I mean people, we we have so many downloads outside of the United States. And our goals are to have regional qualifiers that lead up to a land tournament. And so that's something that we're going to strive to do. We need to be able to step out of that community genre, right, and and say, okay, these are professional-run tournaments. Like I said, uh, we've got people on on our executive team who have put on professional tournaments in a number of different sports. This is our first time branching out into esports. So, and we don't plan on stopping at, you know, Vainglory. You know, we want to do other esport tournaments. So, we're going for just that just an edge above community run tournaments. And so, I, I think that if we got to that level, SCMC would open up and say, "Okay, th- this is a little bit different." I mean, look at Mobile Masters. They came in, they got a lot of um, promotion from Vainglory through the game. Um, they were not a community run tournament. So we looked at that and said, okay, we need to aim for that. And I think that I think that's fair. Um, it's, it's, it would be really hard for SEMC to promote all the community-run tournaments. Um, 
other things. Now, that, that's one part of your question. So other yeah. things that I'd like to see SEMC do. I really think that they need to do a better job of marketing their game. Like that. That's like number one. I feel like they have two separate user bases. They have casual and, you know, kind of like a competitive scene. I mean, everybody knows that there's two there's two groups of people that play the game. Of course. And so they they just need to do a better job of marketing to the two individually. That's a tough marketing campaign. Whoever's got that job over there, I know who it is, but she's got a tough job to do on, on, that, on that side of things because how do you market to one group without – offending the other yeah you know it's it, that's a that's a that's a very thin line to to skate so um good luck to her on that but i definitely think that they need to do some kind of marketing push uh, to get more people to play the game competitively they're growing the competitive side of the game there's a lot of other mobas out there that people are playing competitively with huge user bases and huge prize pools i mean look at dota look at league of legends those prize pools are ridiculous yeah uh 21 million dollars for the international yeah, uh tournament if i do believe uh that is the like a little over 21 million yeah, which is comes from a majority of crowdfunding if i'm not mistaken yeah they sell a lot of what's called like a compendium which contributes to the prize pool so the community really steps up and says oh i'm gonna buy this book that lets me fo- you know digital book that lets me follow the content so there's just a lot of there's just a lot that goes into that. I mean, Vainglory just they're just at the infant stages of this. If they can come out with five v five, and they can grow the esports competitive side of the game, that'll lead to more casual play. If they can keep the toxicity down, I mean, that's that's one that that every every game fights that. But you know the the esports side of it, it needs five v five. It needs it to be different, five v five than what's out there. We looked at that map earlier, and we're like, "Yeah, that needs to." They need to set themselves apart somehow. I'm pretty sure they can do it. I mean, with the creative team they have, they they can. They can definitely set themselves apart and be unique with a five v five map, and of course, adding more heroes. You need more heroes, but especially if you're going to go five v five, you need fifty plus. You know. But I think before we keep adding more heroes, uh, we need to bring out that double band draft, which I do believe um, may be coming out in 2.7, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. um, which is a fantastic step forward as we go towards that 5v5 uh, here 2018. But uh, any future goals or ambitions that you're hoping to see or achieve? Yeah, we want to keep running tournaments we just want to get better at running the tournaments we want to get uh, we want to get the tournaments bigger we want to find sponsors that's a huge thing when you're running professional tournaments you have to have companies who are willing to expose themselves and their brand to the esports community so we're just on the hunt for the right sponsors to partner with um, it's really difficult that that's probably the hardest part of what we're doing so um, the goal would be to, in the next six months, find someone that we can partner with that can help us get our name out there and then vice versa, we can help promote their brand. Yeah, because I imagine it's a, it's not an easy task going to someone and trying to sell uh, yourself uh, or the product at hand either. Yeah, no, you have to establish some kind of rapport. So you, that's why we're doing this tournament kind of ourselves and with a few small sponsors i don't want to forget about those guys uh omaha media group gaming outfitters joe bot software 
on SparkSight. So we've got a group of small sponsors right now, but you, to go to them and ask for money without having a product that's proven itself is difficult. So that's why we're doing this small tournament with a smaller prize pool um, just, to so, just to show other bigger companies, hey, look, this is what we can do. This is yeah. the kind of attention we're getting. Look at this game. It's growing. Um, and especially with the attention almost, uh, I think, co-current viewers for uh, Saturday night's uh, Halcyon Elite uh, Day 1 tournament, you had almost close to 200 viewers uh, consistently through the whole entire uh, yeah, first I night. Think it got a close, what, what, I don't know, two, 200, above 200 somewhere was the high point. I don't know, maybe 300. I yeah. I think we now have 300 followers, which is great. And all in one night, pretty much. Yeah. So I think that's great. Um, I think I expect more tonight. Everybody needs to tune in. I just sent out an email blast. I think we're posting it on Twitter. So we're just trying to get that out there and, and bring more viewers so that we can show potential sponsors in the future. Look, you know, we can get viewership. Um, but really just having the video and having the data that can prove that we have a product that people are going to want to watch. We have a good brand. Uh, that That's what needs to happen before we go out and try to land one of those sponsors that can help us take the whole thing to the next, next level. Okay. Well, any last comments or words you'd like to share before we uh, run into our first off-topic, uh, uh, first and only off-topic of the night, which is kind of a lengthy one, if I do say so myself. Yeah, lengthy. I'm sure we could probably talk about five feet five forever. Um, let's see. What do I want to share? Um, come to Texas next time we have a gathering. <laughs> um, go download the app. Check it out. Give me feedback. Give give the team feedback. We want to add features that you want to see. Um, I want to say thanks to Don Deasy, Scott Schrader, Tim Powell. Uh, Shine. I mean, all those guys like really have kind of put in their time and you know big effort. Yeah, I mean, team, big team effort. Uh, a lot of late nights. Uh, you know, so it's just just want to say thanks to those guys. We couldn't have done it without them. Okay. Well, the first off-topic, and I did touch up on this last week, guys. If you're listening or watching on YouTube or any uh, any place that you've really listened to your podcast at, um, alternating current VG. But the form user, Colton, uh, created an illustration of the 5v5 map uh, based on the Midsummer dev uh, update, um, which is... Pretty similar, if I do say so myself, to kind of the League of Legends map. On the very bottom, we see where the Kraken Pit is actually uh, supposed to be. But, I mean, what what can we really say um, for this map? Because the turret placements are looking pretty similar. Same thing to League of Legends. Um, the big thing that I do worry about is how we'll... Uh, Riot feel about this because Riot did just uh, capture, um, I think, Moon, uh, Shine Moon, Moon Tech uh, Company, the makers of uh, Mobile Legends. Uh, and then that was a big, lengthy story and a kind of a big shock to the entire community, too. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not shocked. They Mobile Legends really was way too similar <laughs> to League of Legends. 
kind of exact copy and paste. It, it, it was really similar. I think uh, I think it was a bit out of line on their part. But I mean, yeah, this map is this this map, and I, I this doesn't look like it came from SCMC. I'll point that out. But if this map is what they are planning on doing. It's too similar, um, especially with the offsetting of turrets. That, that doesn't make any sense. Like, sh- make the turrets straight. They're straight now. So that's, like, one thing you can do that's totally yeah. different. Um, you know, as far as, like, the jungles, I think I think there's definitely a way. I With the creative power over there at SCMC, there has to be a way to set the map apart. Like, who says it has to have three lanes? Like, why does it have to have three lanes? It's 5v5. What, in what rule book does... Could we possibly see two lanes, one on top, one at the bottom, and then Why not? Uh, kind of an increase on the jungle bushes? I mean, that could be definitely um, one set that SMC could possibly look at is just one giant jungle, obviously, with the brushes and everything, and top lane and bottom lane. Yeah, no, I think... Or heck, why not? Let's do three individual layers like Heroes of the Storm and uh, just send everybody to go after the objective. Uh, let's let's do that. I don't know, man. There's definitely a creative way to avoid the copycat feel that is this current map we're looking at right here. Yeah. And of course, uh, this this was uh, just a concept base uh, sure. made by a formation named Colton, uh, which, like I said, talked about last week. But what what are some other ideas that we could possibly look at? Or overall five e five? What are some of the things that we are physically going to look at? I guess one of the big topics of five e five is. Do we currently have enough heroes, or how many heroes will we need? Um, no double band drafts coming out, but how many more heroes will we actually need before it feels comfortable for a five v five mode? Because you, you'll have your, we'll have two carries, a tank, a jungler, two like one jungler, and kind of a similar uh, middle lane mage, um, and watch is talking to me, but. Um, what will? How many heroes will we have to see in addition to what we have right now? Because I still feel like the hero pool is just a little bit under because a lot of the uh, meta is still continuing, and of course a little bit of the past meta still feels like it's pretty predictable in the draft. And if it ends up being five v five, well, it's going to be some easy draft pickings for yeah. the draft analyst. I do have to say on the esports competitive side. Yeah, no, I think we I think we need fifty heroes. Yeah, I think we need at least fifty heroes. I mean, they got eighteen more to go. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a lot of, that's a lot of heroes to make over there in creative. Um, yeah, those, I mean, those, especially those. with also catching up with uh, uh, captains to match the other like junglers, and yeah. carries and stuff like yeah. that. I think they're going to have to introduce some more flex character, some more flex type heroes. Um, those type of heroes will definitely change the. The outcome of the draft because you know when you have a flex, obviously it's really it's it's harder to counter, and so that's really going to be crucial when you have a big map, yeah. And you have the double band draft, or even maybe it's even a different style of draft um, when we move to five v five. But yeah, no, they need fifty heroes. They need some more flex. Um, since how it's 5v5, they may think about adding some different type of characters that do focus more on 
you know, one aspect of, of the 5v5 matchups. So I, I'm sure those guys are already thinking about how to do that and what that's going to take. Um, and, of course, I, I with have... a couple other improvements that, um, that frankly, SCMC can also make um, is leaderboards. I've hear, been hearing that a lot, kind of like what you said for the Halcyon Elite app, uh, adding leaderboards in-game itself. Because, um, I mean, if they're coming out with the API for that, um, and you're already seeing it on the app, and uh, take take for granted like uh, VG Pro, uh, seeing a couple of their leaderboards, top picks, um, top uh, least played heroes, that kind of stuff. Um, that could be definitely one thing as well as we see it in other games like Clash Royale, um, where they actually have leaderboards, they have rankings. Say if you reached uh, Vainglories, you got some amount of certain ice and stuff like that. There's still a lot of things that they have yet to do that possibly is in the works or still coming out. But um, I think, and I, I, I sound like a broken record every single time that I talk about this, is a new rank system. Because right now, currently, you have tiers 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, 6, 7, 8, 10. And a lot of the player bases just say the soft tier reset that we currently uh, just had about a patch ago um, helped out a lot, kind of screwed up matchmaking <laughs> entirely, and I don't think anybody can disagree. Um, and even Christian tweeted out himself, like, hey, we we hear you. I feel the same pain as you. Um, but uh, definitely a new rank system I would absolutely love to see. Um, and that's a total another topic for another time, but um, that's another one of the things that we could possibly, I would love to see personally, yeah. um, because the current rank system is not working in my opinion and has not worked for at least a good little bit, but it is, it, it's doable. It does its job though. Yeah. Not for the most part. Uh, what, what I think they need to do is come up with a rank system that caters to the competitive scene. I mean, if you have a bunch of casual players trying to play rank, that's going to screw things up. I mean, yeah. And those are the ones who are going to complain about it the most. That's your biggest user base. They need to come up with a rank system that caters to the competitive scene. And right? especially like if there's no incentive for ranked. Because currently, do you... Yeah, I could be wrong. You gain something from like reaching level fifty in season. That's awesome. I, I actually have incentive for leveling my season level um, and getting that up. But in in rank, there is no incentive. Say you reach POA silver, what do you get at the end of the season? You get a pat on the back and bragging rights. You know what? I'll take it. I'm going to start ranking now, guys. Shoot, I, I, I wish I could rank. I'm just not good enough at the game yet. I don't have much time to put, to put into it. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think I think they definitely need to look at a new ranking system that yeah. caters to the competitive players. Um, yeah, that, that, that would be my suggestion on that side. Fixing ranked gameplay... Or the matchmaking, I guess you would say. Um, I think that one thing they could do that I've heard you say on your podcast before is you people need to set who they're going, like what role they're going to be before queuing up. Yeah. I, I mean, that just makes sense. Like, why pair three people who main captain together? Yeah. That we, team is we, going to tilt. That team is going to 
I mean, get how can people even attempt to rank? And how can you rank people based on? I, I did hear a lot of suggestions back in the day when when the community was talking about that of um, of possibly what they have already implemented, where you still pretty much select your role of what you want to go. Um, and unfortunately, when you go into solo queue and stuff, it's kind of rolling the barrel on the Russian roulette and seeing what you can get. But um, it, it there's really not much because League of Legends was kind of the same way. When I remember actually playing back in seasons three and four, way way back in the day, um, it kind of had the same issue, and they didn't come out with um, ranked. Um, itself uh, ranked itself where they could do um, draft pick. Um, I'm trying to remember the actual name of it. Where before you queued up, uh, you could actually lock in here, uh, lock in a position, lock in whatever you wanted, and then get queued into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in in ranked, I don't think that would necessarily work. But I do think like an overhaul of the rank system um, to something similar to what League of Legends has. Um, that Heroes of the Storm adopted would be very fantastic because, it, guys, if you don't know how that rank system works, it's bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, so on and so forth. Change the names to copper, silver. Like, you change to whatever you feel like. So you can still have your unique names like Vainglorious. Or, but this system has proved itself to the point that other games will take it because you have your bronze five four three two one from zero to a hundred LP or uh, match points or um, Elo or however VST however you want to say it you have that one to a hundred if you win a game you get so much uh, LP and then once you hit that hundred LP you have to play an advancement placement match where you have to win so many matches in order to advance and that has been a system that has proven for it to work but um definitely um that is just big things coming up in the future 2018 just it's it's been um it's been two years now uh for vainglory over two years and the time the time has really flown especially for me starting back in november of uh, November 2015 and seeing where it has come from to this point uh, with you um, and other community members stepping up uh, to do something other people will not is definitely a big uh, pride and makes my heart sore um, from being a person in as well as a content creator uh, for both Twitch and also for the Alternating Current podcast when I started. So, um, but other than that, just a big thank you to the sponsors of the AC Podcast Band, uh, GlomTom. Remember, guys, if your arms do get tired from holding that iPad, you can always use GlomTom. Use the code TDOG at checkout to save a couple bucks. EZL, where you guys, if you want to bridge the gap between you and the pros, definitely go check it out. Amateur tournaments and leagues. VG Miner, not as good as the Halcyon Elite. But you can start mining your stats for that one. But Halcyon Elite, only where the elites play. Go check it out on the uh, Play Store as well as uh, iTunes, Google. So definitely go check it out. And as well as Halcyon Hub, where you can find all the news and information you need at thehalcyonhub.com. So... Yeah. Any 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 last words? 
Yeah, I just want to point out that I think SEMC's team is extremely capable of making this game better than it is now. I think they're extremely capable of pulling off um, a 5v5 play style that will capture other competitive MOBA players and bring them into this game. I think, frankly, a lot of competitive players in other games are, are a bit tired of that keyboard and mouse setup, and I think that they could benefit from that aspect and try to reach out to more pro players and get them into this scene. I, I think they're, they're extremely capable, creative-wise, you know, coming up with new maps, coming up with new heroes, super capable, super evil, megacorp capable. Okay. Well, guys, this has been the Alternating Current live in Austin, uh, I do believe, episode 64. And remember, you can check out the AC Podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast. Tell your friends, tell your guild mates, tell your uh, Vainglory mates as well. Um, they can find it at Vain- Alternating Current VG. But until next time, we'll be seeing you on the fold.